comedians. Two fantasy football games. Only one can be crowned victorious. Welcome to Fantasy Fantasy Football Football Face-Off. Hello and welcome to episode four of Fantasy Football Face-Off, the podcast pitting two humble, respectful comedians against each other as they take each other on at their own fantasy football games. My name is Fitz and I'm flying the FPL flag. And I'm Tom Glover, representing Sky Fantasy Football. Absolutely. And uh, and what a weekend it's been. We are chuffed to be back. This is fast becoming my favourite time of the week. Uh, and what a weekend of sport we had. How are you, Tom? Are you well? I am flying without wings, Fitz. Oh, I've had excellent. an absolutely blinding uh, fantasy weekend. Uh, yep. Missed it all entirely because oh. I was on a camping holiday in Dorset. So I didn't <laughs> see any football. Spent it in a tent with limited 4G reception. Um, my... Football was experienced via a Facebook Messenger message from you every few hours to tell me who had scored a goal, who had missed a penalty, who had got an assist. It was great. Um, (laughs) How football should be watched. Exactly. You were like my own little Jeff Stelling. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Well, you touched on it there, mate. Um, You had rather a good week, uh, by all accounts. Look, we'll save that for the chat when it gets to it. Excellent. Uh, let's, let's hear about your week first. Have you had a good weekend? <laughs> uh, I have had a good weekend, mate. Yeah, I was able to watch the uh, the Man United game, which was good. Uh, watched it with, I say watched it with my little girl. She watched approximately 10 seconds and then wanted Bluey. Uh, so, which if you're not a parent, uh, isn't as bad as it sounds. It is a, a above board children's programme rather than a just... Bit, a bit of blue for the kids. <laughs> a bit of blue for the kids. Um, so, uh, so watch that. Obviously, that was fantastic. Uh, I really love the fact that they introduced Rafael Varane just before the game. I don't know if you've kind of seen the... No, I didn't see it. didn't see anything this. No, I've, <laughs> I've caught up with Match of the Day. When we got back this nice. today, I managed to get the kids off playing and I watched it whilst my, my sick child, who spent most of the weekend vomiting in a tent, oh. um, watched, um, not Bluey, Blippy. He <laughs> right, likes okay. Blippy, not Bluey. Nice. Um, Bluey... I feel like this could be a sideline podcast. Bluey and Blippy. <laughs> we review the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, oh, good. Well, yes, uh, it, was, it was really good. It was just great to have football back and uh you know having the uh having the fans back in the ground i think made a real difference and obviously i wasn't there myself but um but yeah i think football is much better with fans yeah and i think that definitely showed in the football we got and also mm. the results we got home advantage seems to be yeah. a thing again and no draws no draws in the premier league all weekend no which doesn't happen very often no, it doesn't, as my accumulator will attest to. <laughs> Burnley it Brighton will. had draw written all over it. And what's, what's happened? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we've got an awful lot to to tuck into, um, including some uh, fantastic listener correspondence. So thank you to everyone who has got in touch with us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, so just to let you know kind of what's coming up on the show, uh, we have uh, all the usual features. Uh, we're going to be chatting about the games that have just gone. Uh, quick recap of the teams and our results. Uh, we'll have a chat about FPL first. Then we've got a little bit of more than Mo. Um, then we'll be chatting about upcoming fixtures. Uh, one of the most popular features we've had uh, lots of feedback on is, of course, Grealish Diaries. Have you been able to speak to your mate Jack this week? Well, we my sources cannot tell you what's been going on this week, but okay. maybe Jack has um, let his diary slip again. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, we can only we'll, hope. We'll, we'll hope. We'll see what happens when we get there. Um, of course. We have not hacked his phone, Absolutely. allegedly. <laughs> Correct. As we stated in the last episode. And now you've... <laughs> tweeted him including him in the Jack Reed's diary we need to allegedly say that is definitely not the case um <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll see what happens when we get to it. we certainly will my friend we certainly will uh, as ever we've got a fantastic slate my team uh, which is already one of my favorite features along with uh, Jack Grealish diaries and uh, of course we want to hear from you listeners so Tom how can the listeners get in touch they can reach us via email on fffaceoffpod at gmail.com. Very good. Correct. Very hesitant, right, but very correct. <laughs> I was looking at you for nods as uh, I said it. Or they can tweet us at fffaceoffpod. We've got it. We've nailed we have, this social we, yes. media malarkey. We have um, that. that is exactly right. And uh, we, as I say, we would love to hear from you. Also, do us a favour. We really enjoy doing this podcast and we would love it if you told your mates. If you've got a football chat or a WhatsApp group or whatever, um, just put, put this episode in, copy it in, tell your mates about it, share the love, and we would be very, very grateful. And if you're on iTunes or uh, Google Play or whatever it is, Spotify, um, please do give a five-star review. Uh, they all mean the world, and we'd be very grateful. 
They all mean the world. They do. <laughs> Every single one. Even the ones we've done ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely, they do. They yes. mean them more than most. I did. I did notice because um, I think you have to. I think you have to give yourself a five star review. Of course. And I, my name is obviously Daniel Fitzhenry, and the podcast intro says uh, the podcast from comedians Tom Glover and Daniel Fitzhenry, and I was just like, uh, yeah, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> um, so. What a week. What a weekend of sport. Started with Brentford and Arsenal on Friday night. Let's have a really quick recap of uh, the games and, and of the weekends. How was your FPL weekend, Tom? So the FPL weekends. Well, um, I am the novice at FPL. I've never played FPL before. I'm just learning the ropes, guys. All right, I'm new to this. I'm currently ranked at 26,000 in the world. Not Not bad. Wow. <laughs> We'd have hoped for a top 100, really, at this stage. <laughs> but as it's the first week, we're, we're settling a bit. So as I'm speaking as one of the top 1%. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, yeah. it's been Which, like... Just FYI, is where I finished last year, but... I... But last year was a bit easier because of COVID and stuff, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nothing if not unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. Less people playing, probably. Probably only about... 8 million. About 8 million, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah 26,000. I'm 113 points. I'm second in our FF Faceoff Pod mini league. You are? I, I looked. The content creators have a mini league. Uh, I would be second in that one as well. Nice. So I'm pretty chuffed from my start fits. I think you should be, mate. I think you've done really well. And, um, you know, there's a couple of key decisions I think you made we've both got quite template teams um, but your big kind of differentiators from my team were you had Son and Ben Rama uh, both of whom obviously did really well for you so you're yeah, happy well, with that I started when I first made my team it was quite template and then I took in a lot of information and it became more and more differential and I had Jota and Barnes and I was sort of Bruno for a long time. Mm. And then on that last day, Friday, I was thinking, right, let's have a look at this again. I sat down. I, I tried to do a draft with Bruno in. And because Ben Rama became an option at 6 million, Simicast at 4 million was now a very decent start. Freed option. up a lot of space. Yeah, yeah and it, my, that draft looked good. And then when I planned out my, my captaincy for the next few weeks like and trying to look at getting Lukaku in at some point. Already, like the mention of planning and, and whatnot is something that I've never, ever done in kind of FPL or Sky. So it's great because obviously it's working. And um, I know that you didn't have Bruno in your team. You've got to be absolutely chuffed to bits that you've got him in. A couple of things that I, when it came to the deadline that um, struck a call to me... Uh, Planet FPL, James from Planet FPL right, did a yeah. tweet and he had Pereira in his team. He had no Bruno and he said something along the lines of trust your own decisions or back your back your own call, something like that. Right, yeah. And I thought, yeah, if we go into this first game, we can Bruno does haul. I always wanted him and I changed it to try and get other players in. So I thought, right, back my own decisions. And the other, th- other person whose um, comments were ringing in my head but FPL General on the podcast I heard him say something along the lines that before he locks in his game with one team he goes for each player and he says did I choose that player or did Twitter choose that player nice and I did that and there's a few like I had Kufau in my team and I changed him to Dunk because I'm like Dunk's my man Kufau is the one that everyone's telling me to pick but I didn't want to have three West Ham players in and basically it's worked out in game week one and I've got a plan going ahead now I don't need to make any transfers this week so I'm feeling pretty happy with how it started good well, like I say, you should, you should. It's a, it's a long way to go, but there's no better feeling than to get a, to get a great start. So 113 points for you, um, 26k in the world is is phenomenal. Uh, I got 95 points, and it's bizarre because 95 points in game week one, normally you'd be buzzing, absolutely delighted, and I am pleased because you know Bruno and Salah, obviously heavy hitters that that really did the business. But it's it's odd because you got the 100 club in your first week in FPL. It's, is... it's all I know. It's all I know. <laughs> it's it's all I know. All I know is the 100 club. What's funny about football, mate, and funny about FPL is that the, the team who's got your 113 points this week may well get you 35 next week. I, I couldn't really speak on the matter because <laughs> I can only speak as a top 1%. It's, of course. It's, it's hard to relate to someone uh, who has I... got less than 100 points in a game week. I imagine you're feeling pretty down. Uh, no, I'm fine, mate. Thank I'm you fine. for turning up tonight. Because <laughs> if I got 95 points, I, I probably would have just walked straight out the door and said, well, <laughs> yeah. what am I doing hosting a podcast God, about? Would have prayed for hitting of a bus as uh, as last week I was threatened with. You the one who talked about bus teams. Very true, very That's, true. But then again, if I'd have just left my bus team in, I'd still be ranked 26,000 as well. <laughs> I just wouldn't be here to enjoy it. 
No, very true. Um, so, so yeah, it's a it's a funny old game week, really, because you know, ninety five points. I would be, I, I am pleased with. You know, it's uh, the the rank is six hundred thousand or something. So it's a long, long way back. It's a great but, try, great try. <laughs> but it's only eighteen points. So you know, I'm I'm fine. I'm very comfortable with uh, with FPL. I'm very comfortable with the season. There's a lot of things still to happen, and you've got. Flipping great grin on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but, easy game is what I've found. <laughs> an easy game. Um, when you've been playing Sky for such a long time. Well, of course. It's, yeah. it's easy to transition. So um, what, what are your thoughts? Because obviously episode two, you were talking about how Sky was the, the connoisseur's game. What are your thoughts having played a game week? I mean, obviously they're going to be quite rose tinted by the fact that you've <laughs> absolutely smashed it. Um, the crossover on the planning with Sky, because in Sky you have to plan a lot yeah. because you, you're trans you're trans- Transfer is very limited and you need captains for every game week. So I'm just used to planning so far ahead. And I know you can never really fully plan because you don't know who's going to get injured. Absolutely, yeah, but injured. I just took that approach to it. I looked at fixtures. I looked at what was coming up and I just built a team around that. Yeah. And I did get lucky with some of the things I did because I could have quite easily had Harvey Barnes in there who got two points. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I talked you into him last week and well, you didn't have him before last week's episode and I said, you've got to get him fixed. It's, it's really weird, yeah. there's. I mean, uh, the FPL general thing there is actually a really good point. Have I chosen this player or has Twitter chosen it? And I would say I did get sucked into the Harvey Barnes hype and Rafinha as well. You know, I... I worked on Friday right up to deadline. So I had to do my team pretty much kind of in the morning. And when we spoke in the evening... Fitz's Excuse Corner. Here we go. This is Fitz's Excuses. This will be a regular weekly section on why Fitz has had a terrible week. Come on then. No, 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 not at all. I mean, um, but there was news about Rafinha apparently um, being called up for Brazil or something. Yeah, not not this game week though, mate. He's still played. No, like I say, um, Fitz's Excuse Corner is done. I made a couple of bad decisions. um, And and what's annoying now is that I, um, I think in previous years, I would have jumped straight on the bandwagon and I would have, and I'm tempted, I've got half a million in the bank and I am tempted to to get rid of Harvey Barnes straight away and get on um, Mason Greenwood. But the the difficulty with that is that a rash decision, I, I was actually tempted to do a, a minus four already to, to try and get in Son. I'm not going to do it, but it is frustrating because, you know, you see Son, arguably City is the game that he should have got nothing on. I told then, you, I know, Son always does well and, against City I know he does. and he had a point to prove. Yeah, yeah. And you were correct. So, um, so yeah, not, not the week I would have wanted, but equally, like I say, if you said to me at the start of the game week, you'll get 95 points, I would have been absolutely delighted. So I'm happy. Uh, the average was 64 I think this week so if you get above the average every week you're onto a winner and at the end of the day when you're doing a, a podcast with one of the top 1% <laughs> you're going to be influenced you can't help but try and chase that dream uh, and uh, I think that's what's happened there you've heard me talk about Harvey Barnes yeah. and I've I've influenced you and I'm sorry I did that little, little note to producer Glenn uh, Tom has now said several times when you're talking to the top 1% uh, I would like that to be uh, sound bited so that at some point over the season when Tom crashes and burns uh, he, he needs to be reminded of that gently, I think. Uh, although, who knows? Maybe who knows? maybe you'll maybe you'll be stay in the top 1% all season. I never want to be as lowly ranked as 26,000 ever again, to be honest. <laughs> I, want, I want triple-figured ranks at, at <laughs> nice. worst going forward. Nice. Well, I wish you the very best of luck. I, I wish did you- enjoy it. I said to you in the last podcast, that actually, FPL appeals to me more than Sky in a way, because it's more about going for your attacking returns yeah um and sky is a more, much more cautious game where you're looking at your 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 passing numbers and your tackle numbers and absolutely yeah i, I like to go for the glory and yeah, what yeah. can i say i've achieved it um <laughs> you've achieved it so far so but... far but that's all we've got to go on that's the, the <laughs> so we've got to my go first on. and only game week uh who do you think made the difference in terms of your your decisions who are you most pleased with um I'm just pleased that I went with Bruno, Son, Salah and Trent because that's what I wanted from the start. I wanted those four. I want to captain them all within, the, well, not Trent, but Bruno, Salah and Son within the first sort of five, six game weeks. Yeah. And to be able to get them in, I quite like to balance my team. I'm pleased Ben Rama got yeah. a return because part of me was thinking, is this, a goal is this just hype? Assist. Is, it, is it just hype with Ben Rama? Yeah, or yeah. Is, but he's playing in that number 10 role and he did so well for Brentford in the championship, better than Ollie Watkins. Yeah. when he was there if anything um, and I think this could be a season where that breaks out there will be a question in a few weeks time when they go into Europe is he going to play 
um, which is why I didn't want Qfau in the team because if yeah. I had three West Ham players in the team at that point, it might cause me a problem. But yeah, I'm pleased Sonny scored as well because as a Spurs fan, absolutely seeing us beat City in our stadium with Harry Kane watching on, it just meant a lot this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was buzzing with that anyway, regardless and of the f- from a uh, from a football perspective for the league, you know, it's great to see. No, I don't think anyone expected Spurs to win, and you know, for City to lose already is I'm a United fan so obviously I'm flipping delighted <laughs> well, it opens up the league doesn't it straight away and I think Pep went in he was arrogant he he was resting place he didn't need to rest yeah, yeah. and it came back to bite him yeah it did it did well Pep of course featured in the Jack Grealish Diaries last week he did and, and if you uh, if you want to kind of uh, share a little segment of what we do to uh, to your mates on Twitter uh, do follow us on at uh, Pod, and you'll see a tweet uh, that uh, producer Glenn has very lovingly um, edited for us with uh, an exclusive excerpt from Jack Grealish's diaries last week nice little plug there good. yeah it's a bit of fun <laughs> it's a bit of fun and and that's what it's all about that's what it's all about that's what it's all about good so a nice start to proceedings in terms of fpl obviously you're flying high you had a good game week i think what was actually good is most of the big hitters did well yeah, yeah. a lot of the differential picks did well yeah most people in the community had a good game week yeah, right? yeah. and it's just nice to get off to that strong start it really is and for like your weeks of revision in yeah. a way to feel like it was worth something rather than just a load of randoms coming up and it and makes sc- it makes such a difference and um you know i was as i as i messaged you on friday you know i was really 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 tempted to captain bruno and not go with salah but the the temptation or, or rather the risk of that because so many people captain mo if he does and did do well i think it was 2.5 million people who captained him if you aren't on that train and and it leaves the station, then you are a sad, sad little man uh, or woman, and and I would have been too sad. So, I, I um, love I love that metaphor. The sad, <laughs> the sad little man or woman sat at the train station, just waving at waving at Mo Salah, going Mo. off. Going off. Where's he going on this train, Fitz? Where's he going? Uh, the African Cup of Nations in January, actually. So that is going to be a conversation for us to have then. He's who, going to the African Cup of Nations on a train. <laughs> multi-millionaire Mo Salah. He's yes. very grounded, though. He will take the train he is. all the way to Egypt. Yeah. He's, he's missing several games to get that train <laughs> for Liverpool, but it's okay. And because... it's really not a very direct route, actually. Um, no, I'd... But... <laughs> and he has to go under the sea on the Channel Tunnel of course. at one point. Very kind. And is, is Jurgen Klopp still at the station just looking sad <laughs> as he completes his journey he is he is because yeah. he didn't captain Mo Salah and what a fool he was what, what a, a fool. fool and speaking of the one and only Mo Salah I think it's time for us to visit More Than Mo More Than Mo Mo always scores more than one goal some say he's starting to slow he's not indestructible can anyone out there score more than mo and if i do say so what a jingle what a jingle fits a bit heavy on Fitz's vocals but what can we do <laughs> if, if you do need a jingle made for your podcast me and Fitz are available to record in our studio slash Fitz's Rundown kitchen? Yeah, half <laughs> half demolished or half renovated kitchen. Are you kitchen half renovated or kitchen half demolished? Bit? <laughs> I'm, I'm a kitchen half renovated kind of guy. Always have been, always will be. Well, you need to be with your FPL ranks. Absolutely. But, um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, so, more than Mo. Uh, those of you that listened last week will know that we came up with an ingenious jingle and half an idea for a feature. Um, we have now upgraded. It's been promoted. We now know kind of what the rules are. So to recap, More Than Mo is where Tom and I both pick a FPL player to score more than Mo in the game week. Uh, if we are correct with our guess and we do come up with someone who scores more than Mo, we get three points. And what happens if uh, one of our guesses does kind of score but doesn't get more than Mo or who gets closest well whoever get whoever gets the highest score gets one point if nice. you beat Mo it's three points it's as simple as that it's fit. as simple as that it's as simple as that it's um, the Premier League scoring system one for a draw three for a win perfect I love it so um, last week your pick was 
Harvey Barnes, the man of the moment. Harvey Barnes, the psychological mind games. Yes, getting my, him right in my uh, in my FPL my lit- thoughts. My little mole in your FPL team. Do you know, I didn't even realise until we were discussing this today that you didn't even have him in your team. So I had him in my team last week. Yeah, yeah, and he it's, was there. And then I, that had a little fear that he's not quite back to fitness. He's not mm, going to get the full ninety. Well, and as one of the top one percent, I <laughs> it's the edge I have. Knew that it was time to take him. Very out. good, very good. And um, so you went for uh, Harvey Barnes. I. Went went for Mason Greenwood. Neither of them beat Mo. Uh, Harvey Barnes got a impressive two points and Mason Greenwood got eight, I think, uh, with a goal and a bonus. So Mason Greenwood is the closest to more than Mo, uh, giving me one point and giving you... Zero points. Zero points, that's good. Zero but points. top 1%, so, you know, <laughs> how happy can I be, really? Um, so, very nice. So, who is your pick for game week two to score more than Mo? Game week two, and as we've established as well, the, the, the lower the price, the the more the glory is, really. Yes. So, I've, I've gone this week for Fernando Torres. At fact, Fernando. Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres is an out, out there pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, fair I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I think my player will get closer to Mo this week. I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. Torres of Man City playing as the lone striker right. against Norwich. He's a man that at any moment can come out with a hat trick. I think okay. I think Ferran Torres this week is going to score big. I mean, I'm not putting him on a fantasy team, but no, no. for this little game that means nothing, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick him. Absolutely. Okay, well, fair enough. So I'm going to go slightly different and I am going to go for Bruno Fernandes. Now is obviously if they both beat Mo, then of course Tom will get the points because he's gone for a player of a lower value. But uh, I have a feeling that Bruno will do very well against Southampton. I'm, I feel quite confident and it's, you know... I'm... It's the coward's choice. That's what he's <laughs> gone for, the coward's choice. Not a problem, not and, a problem. And I'm... I think what he's done is taken advantage of the fact that this game still hasn't really got the rules worked out. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we don't but, have to have a player less than... Um... Everyone is less than Mo. Well, exactly, yeah. So... But if... Next week, this game is going to be absolutely perfected. But yeah. I sense until then, Fitz is going to keep winning. For now, for now, we'll see. So, but one thing that will never change is that jingle, Fitz. Let's all remember that. Absolutely. A moment for the jingle. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? Lovely stuff. A big thanks to uh, Joey Cannon, uh, who got in touch via Twitter. So thank you, Joey, you legend. Uh, Joey's an Everton fan, and he uh, he may well be featured on Slate My Team at some point, but we'll discuss that later on. He came up with a forfeit idea. Did you see this on Twitter? I saw it, Fitz. I saw it. He wants the, the loser of this at the end of the season to wear the football shirt of the teams we both support. So yes. if, I, if I lose, I'd have to wear a United shirt. You if, would. If you lose, you have to wear a Spurs shirt. I, I think it's very Route 1 as a suggestion, though. It's, it feels very much like Joey Cannon has come in here like Sam Allardyce and he said, <laughs> knock it up to the big guy, yeah. put a shirt of a rival club on him. I know Joey, he is yeah. a creative. He he's is a, a creative. He's a comedy poet. I he know is. that if he thinks about it, he can get something a bit more juicy than that. So what are your thoughts in terms of forfeits then? Obviously, we'd love to hear from the listeners, but um, have you had any ideas? I think anything less than a tattoo is <laughs> like your Bruno Fernandez choice. A coward's way out. All right? A coward's way out. It needs to be something a permanent. Tattoo. It needs to be something that will be remembered long after this podcast. Do you have ended. any tattoos? I don't have any tattoos. Okay. Well, well, I do have tattoos and I don't have any issue potentially with, oh, really? with getting a tattoo. This would be your first tattoo. Uh, so I'm intrigued. What, what kind of tattoo are you thinking? Um, well, it's a punishment, Fitz. Yeah, yeah. So I, I reckon... I reckon we could just say Harry Kane's face at this point. Is, is, <laughs> is, that, a, is that a treat or is it a punishment? We won't I mean, know until the end of the season. Uh, either way, for me, it's it's not really an option. Um, well, as a as a um, England fan, which I hope you are, Fitz. <laughs> well, very true, very true. why not have our glorious captain on you? Uh, so I think we'll put that in the maybe pile, shall we? No, no, we, I, like, I like it. I like the shirt, but I think wear the shirt, but it needs yeah. to be more. What are you doing in this shirt? Where yeah. are we sending you to? What you, about... What about if um, it, it, the loser gets the fantasy football face-off emblem uh, tattooed on them? I already have it tattooed <laughs> close to my heart. Close After to that it. first game week, and I thought, right, this is here to stay now. Nice. As one of the top percent, I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be being looked on by a lot of people now, and you they're are. gonna be trusting me to back my decisions. Very true. I need to show that I've got that crest, and that when I when I get a good game week, I can lift up my shirt and kiss the emblem nice. of the fantasy football face off. Excellent. 
Good. Well, uh, either way, I, I'm, I look forward to seeing Tom share that on social media. Do remember to follow us at FF Face Off Pod. So we have discussed um, and heard from the the humble and respectful uh, Tom Glover about FPL. Uh, let's have a little chat about Sky Fantasy Football, Tom. How how did you get on? Bear in mind, of course, that we we could have two teams uh, in Sky. Well, Fitz, this is where Icarus has to crash down from the sun because <laughs> um, I've been flying high with my with my homemade wings um, up to 26,000 in the world in FPL and yes. I've been focusing on that and I've neglected my Sky team and I've crashed and burned. Um, it's not too bad. I got 126 points, which I know okay. is less than you, but um, <laughs> it's, still, it's not too bad. I'm ranked at about 4,500. Which I'm happy with because in Sky it's very hard to judge where you are early on because you're allocated 40 transfers a season. You're allowed yeah. to do up to five per game week. Okay. And a lot of uh, casual teams will use all five transfers early on. Right. And after eight game weeks, they've got none left. Yeah. Whereas if you're taking it seriously, you're hoping to have sort of 15, 20 by January. Yeah. So what you'll do is you'll slowly start to claw back the rankings okay. and then by by the new year you'll have a bit more of a picture of where you sit so yeah four and a half thousand i'm happy with that really um my second team was absolutely useless i'm ranked at about sixty thousand with that team which is more players than i thought even played sky <laughs> right. um but that was always a sort of a differential team that i thought if this kicks on i could just fly but actually it was all the big hitters again that yeah. scored the points so um i guess 100 is is quite a common score in sky then because you've got the three captains 100 is a good game week yeah, yeah. Um, i mean it's all i've ever known so yeah. um yeah you know obviously of course i be... mean it's all i've known this season as well because obviously i got 126 points <laughs> right which yeah. is still yeah. still great what was the other team um 88 for okay. the experimental team I'm going to call that one <laughs> the one just to see how how low does the rank go I've never <laughs> nice. never been that low in Sky good good uh, well um, so your captains for the game week were so I had Ivan Tony. yeah which suddenly hit me on Friday night as a panic because mm. I didn't have Ivan Tony in FPL and I had him in Sky as a captain I was like how do I want this player to do? Yeah, yeah. And I decided I wanted him to be man of the match and get some shooting tears and then yeah. he can die in FPL and fly in Sky. And nice. that's pretty much what happened. He got man of yeah. the match and he got 10 points, which is all right. It's bizarre How- that he got man of the match because it, it, like FPL-wise, he did nothing. Oh, in Sky, the man of the match is is a major bug there with all Sky players because right. you'll watch a game, there's a clear man of the match, yeah. but ultimately, <laughs> if the, the match reporter has... Yeah. Paul Pogba in his fantasy team suddenly he's getting the man the match out of nowhere right. um, it's, ve- incredible it's very for Pogba subjective to get, incredible for Pogba to get man of the match in Brentford Arsenal it's like the yes. opposite of what Graham Souness would do <laughs> yes and incredible for Pogba to get a man of the match from any journalist it feels yeah very true he seems disliked for well, no apparent reason we've gone all political we have <laughs> Um, so not a bad not a bad week at all. I mean, it was my first my first week, and uh, I beat you not by masses, but I uh, got 130 points with a game rank of 2,683. So you beat me by four points. I did, and yeah. you were 2,000 places ahead of me. Yeah, which shows you how tight it is. It does at this start. Of season. It also shows you about FPL as well because I'm 13 points behind you, or 18 points, I think it is. And Ooh, I'm... I felt like more than that, but okay, <laughs> 18 points 18 points and and that is equivalent to half a million places yeah so it's it's, it's insane it is insane and and it it, of course you hope that as the as the season progresses you you stay as high as possible but it just goes to show you know it is important to 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 do well it's important to keep your feet on the ground which i know is the message you're trying to get across to me (laughs) but not a message i imagine if you have a good game week and this goes for all of you listeners yeah yeah all 35 of you um (laughs) if you have a good game week it's important to embrace it enjoy it because those games don't come along too often and next week your captain's going to blank and you're going to be feeling bad about it and you're going to you're going to shout at your kids and And you're going to send in your team for slate my team slate your team yeah which is what you need to do to have your sins purged it does indeed but yeah so i mean i was kind of pleased but kind of disappointed at the same time i don't think anyone saw uh watford beating villa 3-2 uh, you know, Martinez with two points, Mings with two, uh, Diaz, of course, uh, a lot of people could have captained him. I think I did captain him in my other team, which didn't do so well. But Fernandez did well for me, Salah did well, and, and Antonio, of course, absolutely smashed it. Yeah. And did you? who did you have in the Brentford Arsenal game? Did you have a captain? I had Tony in that one. 
Yeah. Um, who so Tony got me ten points as captain. Um, Salah got me thirty six points as captain, and Antonio got me thirty. So yeah. good, good captain choices, and I'm looking forward to discussing the weekend's fixtures to kind of see how we're looking in terms of planning for that. Yeah, I had the same. I had the same captain choices, and I think mm-hmm. early on. You just want to hit those popular captain choices. Yeah, it's yeah. free game weeks to the overhaul. You just want to be in touching distance of everyone at that point. Yeah. And then you'll find you really need to plan because we have the team locked in then till January and you've got the fixture list up until November, I think. Right. Um, so with all the um, TV fixtures in because okay. obviously the different game days change. So you'll have your team locked in for quite a few weeks then. And so, yeah, it gets a bit more serious. And my um, my experimental team got uh, just 105 points. So, um, so yeah, not bad, not bad. My um, my second team, by the way, is ranked 58th out of 63 teams in our mini league on Sky. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so if you scroll on to the second page, you can see my <laughs> second team. By the way, just a, a quick shout out to everyone who has joined um, our leagues. Yeah. Absolutely chuffed with how many people are joined. So again, if you haven't joined the league, um, the code for the FPL is H-A-D-U-O-W. That's all letters, all lowercase, H-A-D-U-O-W. And for FPL, for Sky, you can join us with the pin 9736956. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. When you said about setting up a mini league, I was like, Fitz, this is too late and no one's going to join. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you set up a mini league and there's three of you in it and two of you are the presenters and one's your producer, <laughs> it is a, it's a little sad. It but, is, um, but we're but not no, there. there. Loads of people entered yeah, and yeah. it's created a lot of chat amongst our friends. Yeah. And I, I think maybe the promise of an unspecified prize has maybe enticed a few people I think in. it probably has, yeah. I'm looking forward to what you come up with for that. Yeah, cause... so Fitz is going to give you a tattoo if you win. You will get the <laughs> fantasy football face-off emblem on your chest so you can look just like me that's not one percent <laughs> um as you as you say about and, and you remind everyone that you are top one percent uh, i've just been trolled by the official fpl app uh, which has just sent a little notification saying solid game week your total of 95 points is in the top 20 percent for game week Ooh, one <laughs> well done will fitz united improve their rank oh I, t- I told a lie about my rank i'm seven hundred sixteen thousand. That is a long, long way back. But, top million though, mate. Well done. But in Very the good top, achievement. Well, the winners of the FPL overall over the last season have on average got um, an, a rank of a million or lower in the opening game week. So, you know, okay. it's still um, possible. Glenn, uh, producer Glenn, if you could edit that and put it into Fitz's excuse corner, <laughs> then that would all just knit in nicely. It will. So as we continue to discuss Sky, uh, let's have a little look ahead to uh, game week two. What are your thoughts and uh, why don't you run through the fixtures for the upcoming game week? Okay, so Saturday we got Liverpool-Burnley, City-Norwich, Leeds-Everton, Palace-Brentford, Villa, Newcastle and Brighton, Watford. Your options there, I think the standout one is the Liverpool-Burnley game, probably captain Mo Salah, because of course in Sky you get to see the team sheets before you captain someone. City-Norwich is tempting, because there could be a lot of goals in that game, but you won't know who's playing. You, you don't know who's going to play. It's hard. To, I mean, Mares looks like he pretty much is certain to start, but you can never tell. You can never tell with Pep. You're safer just to go with Salah. Yeah. And it's really off-putting having, and I know we're not the only people, but it's really off-putting for me having any City assets at all. More, more. Well, in both, you know, in FPL, it's a waste of money. You know, if you've got any of the City players, it's going to be at least seven million, and that's a Ferran Torres. Uh, in Sky, any player you've got, if they don't play, then you you know you miss one of your almost ten percent of of your team. So yeah, it's a, it's I mean Diaz up. in Sky, as we talked about before, is the best option I think because he's yeah. almost certain to start. He almost is certain to get the passing tiers, so he's guaranteed and a, and a clean sheet. You'd think against Norwich, so he's a good pick. I've got Gundogan in my team, who's now injured. It looks yeah. like so I've got the the headache of whether he comes out or stays in. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Mo Salah in, in that first day. In game day two, the Sunday, it's Wolves, Spurs, Southampton, United, Arsenal, Chelsea. Mm. Again, it's the other big hitter. It's got to be Bruno. It's, it's, be. it's nice this week that at least Salah and Bruno are playing different days. Yeah. So that headache's gone. 
Um, and then we've got our first single game day in Sky on the Monday night, West Ham versus Leicester, which will be being played when we record this podcast next week. It will. Um, It'll just hopefully be, have it on the background. Yeah, it'll just be, just be uh, kind of finishing up as we, as we start to record. So we'll, of course, let you know how that went. Uh, one thing as well with the uh, apps, I'm really pleasantly surprised with both the Sky and the FPL app how kind of quickly they update. Obviously, I've never used Sky before, but... It's never been quick before. It's no. very um, new and unusual and welcomed. Yeah, absolutely. Similarly with uh, with FPL. So, um, okay, good. Well, that's very nice indeed. So I'm looking at my team now and I'm thinking... Both of my teams, actually, I don't know if I mentioned, got over 100 points. So um, just having a little look at them. Gundogan is in the experimental team with 105. So he might uh, he might might disappear, but um, but yeah. So I'm I'm thinking definitely the same in terms of captains. To be honest, it's got to be Salah, it's got to be Bruno, and then West Ham Leicester. I've got Soyuncu, Tielemans, or Antonio. Got to be Antonio, really, isn't it? Yeah, I've got Antonio or Harvey Barnes. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be Antonio unless he's pulled his hamstring. Harvey by Barnes, then. mate. Harvey Barnes is going to be the title of this flipping episode. The, the <laughs> no, deception. the title of this episode is the top one percent because we need to get people in we do um but yeah i personally gundaran is going to stay in my team regardless because i want to keep those transfers we've got an overhaul coming up mm. in two game weeks time yeah the only transfer i'm considering doing and probably will do is i'm going to take salah out for son after he plays this game week so talk to me about that so you'll take salah out so salah will play against burnley saturday as yeah. my captain yeah i'll get double points yeah i will then transfer salah out and bring son in and he will then play on the Sunday and, and count. he'll then play on the Sunday. Okay. I may clever. even captain him against... No, I won't. I'm going to captain Bruno. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's tempting because we'll see him in the team sheet. Not that he's never going to be rested, but... And so then when Liverpool play Chelsea on Saturday after... I won't have Salah. You won't have Mo. Okay. But I will have Sonny against Watford on the Sunday. I. That's the only transfer that I'm tempted to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's clever and I, I quite like the the element of I need to sit down with a bloody spreadsheet. As I said, these first three game weeks the fixtures have fallen quite nicely where you don't necessarily need to do any transfers. Yeah. But coming up um after overhaul you tricky. you will need to plan way ahead. That's fine. I'm I'm just gonna need to spend a little less time with the old family, but yeah. no problem. <laughs> and so then FPL then. Yeah. Uh who are you thinking who's your captain? Well, uh, as mentioned earlier on, so when I look at my team, you know, I was genuinely half thinking earlier about taking a hit to just get Harvey Barnes or Rafinha out of my team. I've got money in the bank to to take Barnes out for a straight swap for Greenwood. My slight reservation with that is that Greenwood, obviously, you know, he he's playing Southampton, which is a great game, but I'm, I'm sure that Martial is going to get minutes. I don't know whether... I mean, the obvious choice in terms of the United team is for Dan James to drop. I'm sure Sancho's going to get a debut. I'm sure Varane's going to get a debut, you know, a full debut, I should say. So I think that Greenwood is it's a risky one because of those kind of factors. But I hate Harvey Barnes now. I've got no, Harvey, Harvey Barnes will come good. Harvey Barnes is a proven yeah, yeah. fantasy asset. He will score. Like he, he didn't score this week weekend, but no. he will get goals. And the second you take him out, he's going to get a couple. Yeah, and um, I, I think I think you've got to. One of the things that I have learned over my FPL kind of journey is, you know, the those gut reactions, those instant knee jerk kind of uh, rage transfers, if you like. They very rarely work out. and Yeah, that's why I plan ahead because yeah. I know what I'm doing. Part of me is thinking, mm. oh, Dunk only got two points this week. Shaw, yeah, only, yeah. Got, Shaw only got one point. Yeah, Luke yeah. Shaw. Nearly I, scored as well. I didn't really want Luke Shaw in my team, but he was yeah. so highly owned. Yeah, I thought, well, I just have him because there wasn't anyone else who was particularly amazing to me. So yeah. I, I went with Shaw and he only got one point. I mean... He had a decent enough game, but I'm he not going to take him out because United have got great <clears throat> fixtures. Harvey Barnes is playing Norwich in game week three. Yeah, exactly. And and that's it. You know, my when I kind of looked at the squad and I selected players, I didn't just look at game week one. I did have a look beyond that. That's why Rafinha was in there, for example. So um, didn't look ahead to him being called out for Brazil nope, and, and missing missing a couple of games. But that's but okay. it's but, you know, it's, it's much more kind of valuable to in, in FPL. You know, I suppose it kind of the same in, in that you get your 40 transfers. But in FPL, if you um, don't 
take a transfer. If, like if we don't make a transfer this week, the next week we've got two free transfers. Yeah, and that's and the advice everyone seems to give is yeah. you, you want to roll over that transfer as much yeah, as possible. And exactly. as much as you are hundreds of thousands of ranks behind me, <laughs> you've still had a good game week. So I Exactly. There's no need for you to change that team. Rafinha yeah. and Harvey Barnes could just as easily score big this yeah, week yeah. as Black. They're not bad picks. They just didn't do well exactly. in this game. And, and you didn't pick Rafinha to play United. You picked him to yeah. play Everton at home and Burnley away. I did. I did. So, so I stick with it. I think, yeah, I think certainly that I am unlikely to, to make any transfers. Um, what can happen and has happened in previous years is one of your players or two of your players get gets injured. Then, of course, you've got to kind of rip up the best laid plans as it were but but yeah no I'm like I say I'm happy with that I think it will probably be Bruno for me captain um, oh yeah I think United the United heart ruling the FPL head there well yes and no I mean Burnley it depends what Burnley turn up you know I think on the one hand Brighton scored against them um, but on the other hand you know was it Brighton 2-1 did they win in the end or was it Burnley 2-1 I can't remember it was Brighton 2-1 yeah it was Brighton 2-1 yeah. wasn't it yeah so I think Burnley are obviously likely to concede and therefore now I say the words 2-1 Brighton it does mean Mo is a bit more of a appealing option but again <laughs> it's the first game of, of the game week and if it goes well, then obviously brilliant. But if it doesn't, then it's a really, really frustrating kind of rest of the time. Whereas if I've got Bruno, then half the games will have happened on the Saturday and I'll be really looking forward to that Southampton game. And he looked brilliant. You've got to think about like the eye test and, and he absolutely bossed it. During, he did, during but he this is his first hat-trick for United. Yep. What are the chances of him doing that two weeks on the trot? Oh. That United team is going to look a lot different because Sancho is going to come in. Yeah, yeah. Is Greenwood going to be up top? Is Cavani going to come back in? I don't know. I don't think Cavani's um, ready yet. He's not he'll fit be, enough yet. He'll be probably game week three or four. But Pogba's going to drop back somewhere. I mean, I think he's going to have a good game. Southampton look shaky yeah, yeah. at best they've lost some key players um, yeah. without Vestergaard at the back are they going to be as strong have but, they signed anyone else I don't think they have have they uh, Southampton in defence no not yet at no. time of recording we record this on Monday it comes yeah. out on Thursday but I mean yeah. at this point I don't think they're going to get anyone in no. before that game for me when you're in the top 1% like <laughs> everyone's chasing you so <laughs> I'm just going to play it safe and go with Mo yeah, yeah. I mean I part of me thinks Bruno could because he was sort <laughs> of he was the highest play in forward at a lot of that match yeah, he was yeah. up top oh yeah um when greenwood's goal if um if he squared it to to bruno obviously there was no need but if he had then bruno could have had four in that game yeah and, and he was the player that was there i yeah I, i'm pretty confident i'm going to be going bruno oh that's good though captain. but uh, for me as a tottenham fan mm. i'm always happy to not have a tottenham player as captain because yeah. For you, if if you captain Salah yeah, yeah. and he does well yeah. and then Bruno does well, mm. you're still happy because you're a United fan. So you're still happy that Bruno's done well. Yeah, yeah. So I always go for the other option. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, if Bruno blanks, you're doubly heartbroken. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. And I could I could well be doubly heartbroken by the time we speak this time next week. But um, but we'll see. At time of recording, that is what my, my thinking is. Salah was the most captained any player has ever been. The official FPL Twitter um, kind of once the game's deadline has passed, they kind of reveal stats on how many people were captained who. And yeah, two and a half million people captain Mo. Uh, of so. course, of course, I could just be laying another sleeper cell in there for you. To, you could. To, and, and this a Trojan is horse what's, into your mind. What's really interesting is that when we have been kind of messaging each other and like discussing the pod and discussing the, the game, uh, you know, I, I think I've been quite nice with my uh, suggestions and feedback and thoughts and stuff. And, and to know that there's a an infidel in my midst, but that's the beauty of FPL, right? Harvey Barnes was just an honest suggestion. And um, <laughs> what luckily, you decided against. Luckily, he did... <laughs> But he did well for me in both counts. He did indeed. Uh, so that is a nice little look at uh, the week ahead. I think I think it's about time we hear from your mate Jack. What do you reckon? I think we should have a little look if we can if we can just gain access to the iPhone where Jack records his diaries. Yeah. I think we can get in there now. So if you'd like to hit play, Fitz. Tuesday, August tenth. It was great to be back training with all my mates from the England camp and Carl Walker. Walks is alright, but he's a bit like your mate's dad who's had a divorce and now insists on coming on nights out with you. 
I wouldn't mind, but everything with walks ultimately ends up with him taking his top off and challenging you to a race. <laughs> After we lost the Euros final, he started a petition to have all penitential shootouts scrapped in, <laughs> in favour of a 100 metre sprint race. If he gets 10,000 signatures, it has to be discussed in Parliament. <laughs> so far, he has 372. <laughs> I had a photo shoot for my new Boohoo collection this week. These are the sort of opportunities I wouldn't have got if I stayed at Villa. It's amazing what a new sponsorship deal can do for your confidence. I was once the face of a fast food van off Junction 6 off the A38. <laughs> it's Grealicious. <laughs> And that season, I won the most free kicks of any player in the championship. Coincidence? <laughs> I remember when John McGinn became the face of the Edinburgh Woollen Mill. That day at training, he was like a prime league catamole. He covered more ground than anyone, breaking up play and creating chances out of nowhere. And he did it all while wearing a double-knit polo neck jumper. Humbling. <laughs> Of course, the boo-hoo news is going to be a hammer blow to James Madison. Madders has had a chip on his shoulder ever since I refused to tell him what hair gel I used to keep my curtains in place. He spent thousands trying to find it. But the truth is, I make my own out of grease, pritch stick and crushed up palmer violets for smell. That reminds me, off to make another batch. Sunday, August 15th. Today was a bad day. We lost to Spurs. I'm sorry, Jack's just um, lost his page in the diary. <laughs> After we lost, Pep came into the dressing room and said we had the most possession, most shots, most corners, but lost the most important statistic of all. Do you know what that is? Forstest runner, said Walks. <laughs> I give up on that, lad. I really do. To make matters worse, I got a phone call at 2am that night from a drunk James Madison. You can shove your boohoo up your ass," he said. I'm the no face of hairbands for Claire's accessories. And I get free hairbands for life. I'm honestly happy for the lad. I just hope he leaves Paul at the greelicious food van alone now. If he's told him once, he's told him a thousand times. He's not changing the force food van to the full Madison. It doesn't even make sense. Right, I'm off down the 24-hour Tesco to get myself some more Palmer Violets. Lighters! It was incredible. Another thrilling insight into to Jack Greenish. I know. That's... That it, it was bizarre. At one point, he almost went West Country there towards the end. But I suppose he was, you know, he's, he's got a lot on his plate. And... He's played in a lot of um, different places as well. He's played <laughs> yeah. in, in Birmingham and Manchester now. Yeah, yeah. So those accents are going to meld together. <laughs> they are. And of um, course, when he loses his place in the diary, he will panic. And when Jack Grealish panics, he does go into West Country sometimes. Famously. Yeah. Famously. Um, oh, that's good. Well, I'm just going to have a sip of my Grealish's drink. Yes, he's drinking cider, which when Grealish panics, he will drink cider. It's part of his West Country approach to life. <laughs> it certainly is. Well, it's always good to hear from uh, from your mate, Jack. So thanks again for, for getting in touch or for, you know, acquiring his um, voice notes. Very grateful to, to you, as I'm sure our listeners are as well. So yeah, thank thank you, Jack. Yeah, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Al Jack. Um, <laughs> don't know what that was. Neither, neither of us can do it. But I mean, that's which <laughs> proves that this is the real thing. It does. It proves beyond all doubt. Uh, so it's safe to say that that's one of my favourite features. And following on from last week's debut of uh, another one of my favourite features, it is time for Slate Your Team. Slate Your Team. Here we are. Well, Slate Your Team. As we established last week, there's a lot of love going around in the FPL community. Everyone's supporting each other's choices and saying, oh, you've all done well. But sometimes you need someone to tell you some home truths. You need someone to tell you how badly you've done. Purge you of your sins, as it were. You so do. last week we spoke about producer Glenn's team. And I think off the back of that, he made a few changes. He's actually done all right. He's probably probably done about as good as Fitz, which um, is, is fine. Um, fine. But we did have a few submissions. A few people are out there. They're gluttons for punishment. And um, this one was stood out to me. Uh, it's from one of our mini league contenders, Paul Proctor. So thank you, Paul, for submitting yes, this team. 
Um, do you have his? Do you have his Twitter handle there? I mean, I'm putting you on the spot there, Fitz. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's at Paul Proctor, but I will check that while you do your thing. That's fine. I mean, I don't think we actually need it. I, I mean, this is the abuse he needs. He doesn't need strangers <laughs> on the internet telling him. Internet. But um, we, we, for a start, we're going to go with his team name, Robert Lewandowski. I mean, doesn't even make sense as a pun. <laughs> I mean. Lewandowski can't even possibly be in his team anyway. I, I don't think he is Polish, but he's gone with Lewandowski. Uh, clueless. Uh, he scored 53 points in a game week where the average was 69. And, and let's remember, a lot of these teams will just be children who've clicked on the wrong website. <laughs> They'd have been people who've selected an auto-pick side. If he'd have just select auto-pick and never looked at it again, on average, he'd have done better than he has done here when he's actually put some... A specific effort into choosing these players. Um, he's second from bottom in our mini league, uh, which, to be honest, he's disgracing our league. He's making it look less professional than it really is. He's making my second place in the league look not as good as it actually is. Um, in, in goal, he's got Martinez and Sanchez. He's he spent most of his money on goalkeepers, who together have got a combined four points. So even with the bench boost, that would have been a poor score this week. So well done for that one, Paul. Um, in defence, he spent... He spent four million on Livramento. Actually, he is actually going to be a good choice, but not not this week. That's one for me later down the line. Yes. Um, Simicas, who is another uh, transfer waiting to happen, and Luke Shaw <laughs> again, mate. Have a few of your own faults, all right? <laughs> just because you've seen Simicast mentioned on Twitter doesn't mean you have to have him, okay? Just because most of the world have Luke Shaw doesn't mean you have to have him. And and you've got one point from him, so you've been proved to be an idiot. Um, you, you've got... <laughs> sorry, that was too much. You've got Carl Walker on the bench, zero points for him, along with Ryan Bertrand, zero points for him, and Oberfemi, zero points for him. It's the worst bench I've ever seen, to be honest. <laughs> and, and that includes any pre-season friendly bench where they're just... You might as well have just had trialist on your bench and you'd have scored just as equally bad. Um, in midfield, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, the exciting number 10 for the atrocious Arsenal team who got slammed by Brentford. Uh, we've got Sancho, who got one point for his uh, very predictable substitute appearance. <laughs> um, everyone on the planet, including Jaden Sancho, knew he wasn't going to be playing that game, but you had the vice-captain arms band on him, so there you go. Um, Salah and Mane, doubling up top. Spent all your money on this, Salah and Mane. Um, obviously, Captain Salah, you got the double Salah. Oh, no you've captained Mane for six points completely ignored Trent Alexander-Arnold um, I don't know what's gone on uh, Paul have you had a breakdown if, <laughs> if you're in trouble Paul you did that I've had a breakdown yeah. basically Paul <laughs> keep listening to the podcast but you might as well just delete the app now <laughs> because you can't win um, or give it to a child give it to a child to take over and, and maybe they could help you um, Leon Bailey got you four points well done to Leon Bailey that, that's actually a good performer in your team which, which is a shame um, up front Danny Ings with a last minute penalty mate, saving this from being even more embarrassing than it already is and Callum Wilson who, who's got you six points because he essentially fell on the ball from one yard out um, so well done to Paul Proctor that is a terrible team a terrible performance <laughs> you should be utterly ashamed of yourselves but but maybe you can do better next week uh, oh. thank you Paul oh Paul I am so proud of you and um Please do continue to listen to the pod. Um, we, we value your support. I know Paul, and um, I'm sure that he will be very much enjoying that. Um, what a wonderful slate, my team. Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Your, your sins have been purged, all right? <laughs> you can have. go about the rest of your week enjoying your life. And maybe next week will be the week when Sadio Mane outscores Mo Salah, <laughs> and you probably will captain him because cause you're a moron, Paul. <laughs> well, I've learned an important lesson. And that is to not drink a sip of cider while Slate My Team is going on because who knows what's going to happen. Um, so that brings us um, close to the end of the episode. Uh, we've had fun. I hope you have too. Of course I have, Fitz. And, and that's what it's all that's about. That's what it's all about. And something else that it is all about is our listener questions. So thank you to everyone who has got in touch. Uh, we did tweet earlier this evening before recording to see if anyone had any questions and people responded. Uh, I know I know, we said during one of our earlier episodes that an email or contact would be framed. Uh, I, think we'll t- I think we'll frame these tweets. <laughs> Maybe in this kitchen fits, but... Um... <laughs> 
I think what's happened is they've they've heard wind of the one percent, right. and they've 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 started clamoring for my advice. But you can also join in. Thanks, as our resident expert on FPL. That's course. very kind. Uh, like I said, two humble and respectful comedians. Um, so one of the questions for us from uh, FPL uh, Ahmed Saeed. Thank you for getting in touch. Uh, that was Greenwood Arrow Son. Um, I'm assuming there's no question mark, but I'm assuming <laughs> that he means sell Greenwood for Son. It's or... a very blunt question. Yeah, um, less of a um, question, more of a a Greenwood Arrow Son. I think That's... he's saying should he transfer Son in for Greenwood this week? Right. I don't think you should do any transfers this week, especially if you have got Greenwood. He played well. He played yeah, up yeah. top. He's probably going to play up top again against the pretty poor looking Southampton team and he did look very good Greenwood to be fair yeah he could have scored more he could have Mm. scored the goals Bruno was scoring yeah Um, I don't think he'll be dropped no I don't know who else is going to come in you said Cavani's not ready yet Martial didn't do anything special when he came on no Um, yeah Yeah. Jadon Sancho's probably (laughs) going to be there creating a bit more for him so I'd keep him even though Sonny's probably going to do well against Wolves I think but I don't think it's worth taking a transfer for no, I would agree with that. I think that's fair enough. And our second question, which does have a question mark, so um, appreciate that, uh, is from uh, Safi Ain Sawyer at Panthers. Um, really appreciate you getting in touch. That is Trossard, hold or sell? Uh, I mean, the first thing to say is, why do you have Trossard? Uh, but a little bit late for that. And sorry, you're not insulate my team. Uh, <laughs> but so Trossard, hold or sell? Well, didn't do particularly well. I don't think he got anything during the Brighton-Burnley game. Two points. Two points. So, you know, not not setting the world alight. But that said, they are playing Watford at home. I suppose it depends how much money you've got in the bank, really, without seeing the teams. Maybe that's something we should specify for, for future weeks. But without knowing how much you've got in the bank, you know, it's difficult to know what your options are. I mean, he's only six and a half million. There are some good, like Ben Rama's a good option. Yeah. Uh, Jack Harrison at six. Yeah. Buendia looks like he could be a good option. Yeah. But I mean, again, Brighton have got good fixtures. I The trouble with having Brighton attacking assets is there's no one to finish the chances that Trossard's creating. But I'd hold on to him at least until the transfer window closes because they could have a striker by then and things may be different. I think as well, it's important to kind of have faith in your in your picks. You know, the the average, not even the average, but the the kind of casual FPL or fancy football player will just get rid of those players. You know, that they'll have a bad game week. I think something silly like. 500,000 people have already bought in Pogba for the next game week. And it's only, as we record, Monday, you know. So just have the courage of your convictions, I think. If you put Trossard in there, it's it's for a reason. Uh, they've got Watford coming up next and then Everton by the looks of it. So both teams that could potentially, you could get a return. I think stick, but, you know, I don't know what money you've got in the bank. Yeah, I think you've got to play the team that's in front of you, not the game yeah. week they just had. Yeah. I mean, of course, if someone's picked up a horrific injury, you need to get them out. Unless but, you're Proctor, in which case, get them in. <laughs> I mean, Proctor, really, I mean, he's got he's got 53 points. If he does all the transfers he needs to do, then he will be on minus points by the start of the next game week. But this is not slating my team. Right? Not, this is, this is the, the kind section now where we're sorry, helping. Sorry, Proctor. Thank you for getting involved. I, I think a fairly kind of uh, ambiguous answer with regards to Trossard but let's recap very quickly Greenwood for Son personally I'd stick with Greenwood I think Tom agrees and uh, hold Trossard or sell kind of depends on who you've got but if I was to sell Trossard I would probably want to go for someone like Ben Rama who's six million and saves half a million on Trossard and has got a couple of nice fixtures as well but stick with the courage of your convictions or have the courage of your convictions Lovely. Um, So uh, that brings us to the end of uh, another fantastic episode. Uh, Thank you ever so much for listening to us. Like we said at the top, if you have enjoyed the pod, please do tell your mates. We are grassroots podcasts here. Uh, As you will recall from last week, we haven't got your oil money. We don't want your oil money. Uh, But what we do want... I want the oil money. uh, I've got no morals. I'm going. We both want the oil money, but we don't have it. Um, So do tell your mates, um, please please, please, please give us a five-star review. Follow us on Twitter. Share um, share the love. And um, and it's been a real pleasure. It has. And before we leave, uh, 
I've been a bit mean in the show. That's that's part of my job, slate my team. And when my co-host here has, has struggled in FPL, of course, I'm going to take advantage of that. But we, we like to finish with a shout out to someone in the fantasy football community yes. who has in, inspired us and, and helped us along the way. And um, this week, it's my turn to choose someone. And I am choosing uh, the Planet FPL guys, oh, uh, which are James and Serge at Planet FPL. I discovered them last season when I was playing Sky. They did a Sky fantasy football podcast and both really fun guys when they present. They seem very natural. They've got a great relationship together and they don't have a lot of like stats. Um, but James has got one of the best football brains, I think, of a lot of the podcasts out there. He's the, one of the best podcasts listened to for the sort of the eye test. Yeah, He's yeah. really great at picking up on players that are playing well and players it's a great even, podcast as well yeah they're, they're just really natural hosts aren't they but um he's, he's great at seeing what's coming ahead he's really good at planning fixture wise for sky and now i'm playing fpl i get to listen to his fpl podcast as well gives me a few more podcasts every week from them which is brilliant and as i said earlier on it was his tweet at the last minute that made me go back to my bruno team even though he is without bruno himself he said have the courage in your own convictions essentially and i went right i'm gonna go with a team that i want and at least it's my team that's letting me down and not the twitter uh, community's differential team that is letting me down um so yeah shout out to planet fpl pod um they are one of the best podcasts out there for both sky and fpl excellent well thank you for sharing and uh thank you for listening our, our listeners it's been a real pleasure enjoy game week two good luck for game week two and remember it's a bit of fun that's what we're here for and that's, that's what, what it's, it's all, all about, about.